mukwano munda yange sirekedwa ninangumba onari muze asinga ali musi Mukwano jali Kristo muze webukumi wange fenamuye tulibitonde bija I'm a 
Santo, thank you so much for this wonderful evening. You're most welcome. This is Evangelist Gita John Bosco inviting you, number one podcast out of Washington National Ministry Africa, the number one podcast to listen to all over the world. Thank you so much for joining us right now. May God bless you so much. And whoever you are that you're listening from, we are so happy to have you this wonderful evening. I want to extend my sincere gratitude and thanks to everyone who invest in your time and listening to this number one podcast. Those that have been working since morning to make sure that they can put food on the table. Thank you so much for the wonderful work that you're doing. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's so hard and so hard indeed. Most of times, make sure that... Um, you take care of the entire family. You take care of the entire, um, the entire, entire family. But by the grace of God, we thank God that you've made it up to now. And yeah, people can have what to eat. People can do something, and they can acquire of several and several things. At this juncture, I take this opportunity to welcome those that are from abroad, Middle East, Middle East countries. People from Middle East, Australia, Africa, then we can join together with Europe, and then eventually we can talk about South and North America, the continents. My God bless you so much. Thank you so much for loving the living God and following by all means. Tonight we are talking about uh, being ourselves. Be yourself, as we are saying. As we are going on to talk about such. I would like to remind you about uh, today's today's, uh, article, and this article is, uh, this is the way how it goes, it talks about confession, it says in the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verse 15 that whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God will in him, and he in God. I went on giving an explanation saying that a confession of faith is the cornerstone of Christianity and this confession is required to any Christian for salvation but it cannot be just a confession of words, it must be a confession of the heart. When we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Christ is the Son of God, we are saved. God then abides in us we abide in him. I went on. Let me give just an opening prayer. Let's pray together. Uh, under this article, we can pray together and we say, Lord, we believe in, in our hearts that Jesus Christ is your son who died for our sins. We confess him with our mouth and seek to follow him all our days. We thank you for sending your son to die for us. We thank you for abiding within us. And may we abide with you, our Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. That is our evening prayer as we are starting off. gentlemen tonight is such a wonderful night as we are trying to 
continue to understand knowing ourselves let's be ourselves here we are engulfing different uh, reasons and we are talking about different things concerning uh, who we are in Christ Jesus it doesn't matter regardless of our gender regardless of our height and length it could be uh, maybe the nature it could be the tribe or the clan both all those things doesn't matter but what matters is the glory of God that being manifested in our lives what matters it is exactly what we are supposed to do and follow as Christians and what matters who whom do we believe who is that person that we believe where we put our trust in where we put our confession the article has talked about confession most of times we confess by our mouth but when our hearts are not confessed so we need to realize and know that it goes beyond even what we think it goes beyond what we do just like mere doing but it's all about our uh, behavior it's all about our focus and belief in Christ Jesus Christ died for us for a purpose he went to the cross for a purpose we are living for a purpose we are still breathing for a purpose i know most of times you find ourselves when we have fallen from god's glory but is faithful and marvelous to do the bible says that he works exceedingly and provides abundantly more than what we can even think about is a living god and a loving father therefore ladies and gentlemen i would like you to consider this as a big thing in our lives we need to consider it as a big opportunity that we have in the presence of God having Christ Jesus having God as everything therefore we continue to understand and we we deliver this from the book of Galatians chapter 3 and that is verse 22 up to verse 29 when we read in verse 22 but the scripture has confined or understand that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe who we are let's be ourselves let's let you be your let it be yourself it's like the thing is all about in the belief what we are believing in the Christ that we are believing in it's the main purpose the bible has told us in the chapter in verse 22 that is verse 3 that by the scripture has confined or understand that the promise by faith in Christ Jesus might be given to those who believe it's all about those who believe the bible speaks in the book of uh, john chapter 3 and verse 36 that it is already a condemnation to a person who does not believe in Christ Jesus because does not believe in the only son of god but there's no condemnation to the person who believes that Jesus Christ is the son of God that is chapter 3 and verse 36 of John here we are seeing being confirmed more in chapter 3 and verse 22 of Galatians that the scriptures has already confined or underseen that the promise by faith in Christ Jesus might be given to those who believe verse 23 but before faith came we were kept under guard by the law kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed the law gave us a direction about the faith that we are encounter right now 
when we try to walk with the law we may not fulfill the entirety of the requirements of the law but under the faith by believing in Christ Jesus we are made righteous belief in Christ Jesus makes us to be righteous confession of our sins makes us to be freed from the bondage of the law being freed from the bondage of sin once we confess once we give and open up and pour up our hearts unto Christ Jesus we are paving a way for deliverance we are paving a way for healing we are paving a way for victory in our lives always the voice running looking for us lowering like a lion finding whom he may devour finding whom he may eat whom he may destroy there are three responsibilities of the devil or steps that the devil always target in the christian believer once you're a believer once you're a christian once you're a child of god the devil is having the agenda of three activities that he has to fulfill the first activity is to steal you the second activity is to kill you and the third activity is to destroy you therefore the bible tells us that before faith came we are kept under god by the law kept for faith which would afterward be revealed the law directed us to this faith the law was showing us who we are supposed to believe in it was giving us allocations it was giving us directions before christ came the things that we used to follow they were announcing his coming they were giving they were portraying a picture of who we are supposed to admit to respect follow and believe in when he came now the entire focus and the mind is already target targeted and lined with christ therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to christ that we might be justified by faith that was its purpose do not do this the don'ts and do's they were giving us the elections of where we are going to end whom are we supposed to believe in who put in place all these things where are we seeing all these things where are we not supposed to fornicate where are we not supposed to masturbate where are we not supposed to speak evil against each other the bible in the book of james speaks about the tongue as a source of evil to those that always rely on it and it emphasizes us to use our tongue wisely and profitably for blessings not curses for victory not failure for love not hatred for kindness and not covetousness therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ it was giving us a connection it was giving us a direction it's a lineage that we had to follow to the one who gave us the law and he had a purpose when you look at the children of Israel from long ago as we are reading the biblical history they God did his best so that people may observe and follow his statutes the commandments or you can call it the laws or regulations 
of which it was too hard for the children of Israel. One month we are right, another month we are not. This year we can make it, the next year we can't. Today we try to change, tomorrow we are fallen. Let's be ourselves. Let's believe in the one that we brought in our lives. He's faithful and able to do more than that we can think. He cannot leave us alone. He's there to guide us and give us the strength to overcome in all situations and circumstances. He's ready even to help us and guide us in all the problems that we face in life. As the devil is looking for us, the grace of God is already sufficient to us to guide us and lead us to a right way. We are always being overcome by so many weaknesses that the devil brings up. It could be a habit, it could be a character, it could be a behavior that is on you like nothing. You try your level best to come out of it, but by your strength you cannot. You need external power. You need external super power, and that is Christ Jesus. Therefore, this law, whenever we look at it, as if it is sending us to do exactly the thing that it is denying. But it was a tutor as to point us to Christ, and right now we put our focus on Christ, giving him everything, knowing that he is our everything. We need to know who we are, and we need to be what Christ has made us to be. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. We are no longer under the law. We are no longer under the guidelines of the law. But always the law points at the wrong things that we are doing. Because it says, do not steal. And if things, when they are happening, always the whole spirit is there to convict. Denying us to go, to fall into the traps of the devil. But sometimes we end up being taken and without hesitation. Therefore, we need God to help us. We need to pray unceasingly. The Bible says that we pray unceasingly with all kinds of supplications and prayers so that we can stand, withstand against the plans and the lowering of the devil, against the plans and the traps of the devil that is always externally influences us to do against God's will, to do and act against God's will. We should stay in God's will. And we pray that the Almighty God will stay strengthening us and giving us strength to be able to walk in His way rightly and perfectly and uprightly. So that we should not give the devil any moment and any gap to communicate in our lives. What made man to fall in the Garden of Eden, it was to give the devil attention. The more we give the attention to the devil, that's the more his plan comes to its fulfillment. We hear his whispers. And they are the same words that he is repeating. But he manipulates, twists them, and makes us to think any other way. He creates a double-minded kind of a character. He creates what we call doubt in our lives. And always we want to repeat the same thing that God denied us. God told them, do not eat in this tree that is the middle of this garden. The rest of trees, you can eat on it. 
but this one the middle of the garden the tree of knowing good and evil please don't eat because once you eat you will never fail to die you will die the devil mind plates using the same idea did really god tell you that did really god tell you that you should not eat on this tree and she was like yeah he said oh but no 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 god never wanted you to be like that because he think you're going to be like him and down minded developing a doubt a thought of doubt really giving attention to a devil leads us to sin giving attention to the devil leads us to go astray giving attention to the voice of the devil leads us to miss the opportunity and the blessings of God and at the end of the day when the woman accepted that that's when even she gave to a man and the man ate and then they discovered that they were naked and when they had God coming in the garden that's when they hid and God calling them Adam where are you that I'm here when I had you When I had you coming, when I had your voice, I hid myself because I'm naked. Then God was asking, who told you that you're naked? How did you know about that? How did you know about that? Most of times, we report ourselves without even someone realizing it. But God had already gotten to know since he called them and he could not hear their response. But again God was gracious however much he gave the punishment of sin about what they had done and they had to leave the garden and he had to put the cherubims to keep the garden with a, a sword that changes different colors to protect the tree of life so that a man cannot stretch his hand to touch on it to be in his sin forever and ever he had to put a guard on it and Adam and Eve were already deserted and cast out from the garden of Eden and that's where we see that the new god did that again he made for them the tunics or what we call in a simple terms someone to understand it properly what we call clothes we showed the grace of God God was gracious however much they had done that therefore After faith has come we are no longer under a tutor. We are no longer under law instructions of the law, but we are under God's grace and we are guided by the grace of God. And those that believe in that they are out to observe whatever it is concerned when it comes to the grace of God. Nothing that we pay to God for him to dedicate his only begotten son to die for our sins. A sacrifice was made through his son so that mankind can be redeemed from the sinful nature. Up to now, all of us as men, children of God, we still suffering from the same thing. We still suffering from sinful nature. The body is admiring. The Bible says that the body is always demanding and desiring against the spirit. The spirit is in need of its spiritual stuffs and even the body in need of the fleshly desires. 
we need to put our focus on Christ who gives us grace. We need to trust Christ Jesus who can transform us from the sinful nature to a new creation. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's why the Bible said, Under this grace, there is no condemnation. If we come to understand and discover that Christ Jesus is our grace, is our everything, then we observe whatever he says. Because obedience goes with respect, and under this grace, we need respect and obedience to our God, Jesus Christ. For we are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. We become sons through faith. John chapter 1 and verse 12 says that those who received Christ were given the authority to become children of God. Not children born by the planning of mothers and father. Not by flesh, but by spirit. Baptism. Through baptism of the Holy Spirit. When we confess Christ in our hearts, not just with our mouth, but when we confess Christ in our hearts and believe in our hearts that Christ Jesus is the Son of God, died for our sins, and He rose again, seated on the right hand of Christ Jesus, we are ought to be the children of God. We are sons of God. We are given that authority to call ourselves sons of God, born by Spirit, under the sign under the symbol of baptism showing that we've died together with christ by imagining water and coming out that we have resurrected with him as a symbol as a sign showing our dedication unto him under this new grace that we are no longer under the sinful nature we are no longer under the freshly uh, uh, drive driven kind of life but now we are focusing on christ jesus our grace, our Savior. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And verse 27 it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Once we were baptized in a mansion of water, as we were baptized by the Holy Spirit, from the moment that we believed, we were sealed by the Holy Spirit and we belong to Christ Jesus. We belong to the Son of God. We belong to the Living Father. He's the leader and is a marvelous God. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that. You need to understand that. God is faithful and God is grateful. He continues saying that for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, it was through the baptism that we put on Christ Jesus. We were sinful, but when we are immersed, there are some activities and there are some things that are taking place in the spirit. First of all, our sins are washed away. Secondly, we have entered into a new into a new family 
and that is the family of God, the family of Christ Jesus, because it's, some, it's one of the symbols, one of the signs that shows that now we are part of Christ's family. We are part of the family of grace. We are part of the family of Christ Jesus. We are no longer in the old nature. We are the, the, the old man now has gone, has already been put to death through the immersion, and now we are new creation. We've resurrected with the Christ Jesus once again. We are now new creation. We are moving with the Christ Jesus. Then that's when we continue to understand that let us be ourselves in Christ Jesus. That for we are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. In other words, there is no gender regarding. There is regardless of the gender, regardless of the tribe, regardless of the clan, regardless of the the, the, the what regardless of the, the regardless of the, the status it doesn't matter what matters is the Christ that we have in our lives how Christ comes in our lives is all about when we have confessed in our hearts and believed that he is the son of God and if you are Christ then you are Abraham's seed and he hires according to the promise it is a promise that Adam is going to be a head of God's kingdom and even his descendants and even his offsprings. This was the word of God that God, the covenant God, that the promise that God made with Abraham from the generation of Abraham. That even all your descendants, even your offspring, the children that you're going to bear, are going to be part of that. They are going to be like numerous in this world. And no one even will be able to count them. They will be like the sand of the sea. God was omniscient and was able even to see abroad ahead of mankind. Ahead of what man can see. Ahead of what man can think about. He's a gracious God. He's a marvelous God. We are living because of God. We are here because of the grace of God. Let's continue in supplication in all kinds of prayers, praying unto God, beseeching Him to keep us and strengthen us in this grace that does not disappoint. Even His love never to disappoint. Even His mercies never to disappoint. He's always merciful and gracious. He's great. Yes, he's great. Who can stand against the living God? We have the opportunity as children of God. John 1 chapter 12, John chapter 1 verse 12 has told us that those who believed in him, we are not becoming children of God, sons of God, just because of birth, of our moms and dads, because of our parents. No, the Bible says that according to the Spirit of God, According to the Spirit of God, through what? Through the believing. Once we believe, this is the faith that we live in. This is the grace that we are living in. We need to understand this new focus. That our focus is on Christ Jesus, our everything. The provider, the guider, the helper, the healer, everything. Do we need providence? He's there for us. Do we need protection? He's there for us. Do we need 
um, guidance is there to lead us. What can be too hard before God? Nothing. Everything is possible before God just because most of times human beings will reach at a moment and we feel like we are giving up. Let us not give up. This salvation that we entered is like people who are running in a, who are in a, who are in a race and we are moving the same journey. Then one of us by mistake falls down. We have to help that person so that that person can stand and run again until the race is over. So many challenges that we face as humans. So many habits and characters that are always still overcoming us. But by the grace of God, we can make it and we can win. If at all, we dedicate ourselves fully. Nothing is impossible before God. He is faithful to help us. To do exceeding and abundantly. Let's put our trust in Him. There are moments that fail. The things that you're doing, indeed, you're not even capable, not even deserving to be in God's presence. But He says, no, wait a minute. I'm inviting you, please come. Cast your burdens unto me. For I care. I care for you. Cast your problems. Cast your weaknesses. Cast your problems. Cast your circumstances, your situations. What are you passing through that is too hard for God? Nothing. He can do it. We just need to turn our eyes, our minds, our mentalities, our understanding, and we say, Lord, we've come before you. Please help out. Please save me. I need you to help me in this habit. It has become rampant. I need you to save me in this uh, um, character. It has become rampant. I don't know how to go about it. I don't know how to do this and the other. I don't know how to overcome this and this. He says, come, I'll give you rest. Jesus says, come, I'll give you rest. I'll guide you. My spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is always around to guide us, convict, and reminding us of the sinful nature that whenever we are about to sin, He speaks to us and He says, No, you're a Christian. You're a son of God. Don't do that. That's wrong. No, you're going to fall in devil's trap. Please do this, do the other, and do that. It's a lot that always we face. It's already a lot that always we counter, but God is faithful to help us in all situations if at all we don't give up. Let us stay standing. Let us stay following Jesus. However much there are so many things that you are passing through wherever you are, but he's faithful to help you. He's faithful to guide you. He's faithful to protect you. You can win the habit that has become rampant in your life. You can win the problem that has encountered in your life. You can win that circumstance that you are facing right now. You can win everything that you feel you can no longer uphold. You can no longer resist. There are some of the behaviors. There are some of the behaviors that are happening in our lives. We become addicted to some of things. Mention it like drugs. Mention it like fornication. Mention it like masturbation. Mention it like um, bad thoughts, adultery. What should we say? Is it all about deceiveness or, or lies? Is it all about um, 
is it all about what there are so many things that always we face in life and we fail to control even them we fail to control them we fail to go about them we don't know how even to overcome them but the bible says that let us fix our eyes on christ jesus he is able and marvelous and awesome to do exceeding and abundantly to change to transform and helping us in every kind of weakness that we face but sometimes i feel like there is something i want to overcome but again i end up when i'm doing it over and over I promise God, how am I not going to do it again? I find myself tomorrow when I'm really tempted to do so. Today I may make a promise and I say, Jesus, I promise I'm not going to do this again, but again tomorrow. I being influenced and I end up doing it. Our hearts, if we are fully dedicated in Christ, if we fully entrust our lives in Christ, can help us to overcome in so many situations. He says he knows our hearts. David says in the book of Psalms, I don't know even how to hide myself. Because even if I dig a very long pit again, you see, even if I, I may plan to my heart that maybe let me go under the sea, again you see me. It's like it is transparent, you can see me. At the bottom of this. Even if I say, let me dig a pit and I cover myself with salt, I cannot. Again, you still see me. Even if I say, let me close myself somewhere else, again, you see me. David reached at a moment and he cannot hide from God. And he was like, God who searches the heart, please may you search my heart and bring me back to you. Please may you light your torch in my heart and see whichever kind of darkness so that you can take it away. Because he reached at a moment and he saw that life was meaningless. Nothing he, can, he could hide from God. And even us right now, where people do not see us in a private process, in our homes, in our rooms, when we are behind the doors, what do we do? The same way how we behave when we are in public, is it the same way how we behave when we are behind our doors? Or when we are behind our doors, we become hostile and we become violent. We need God to help us. We need to dedicate our lives to God. Is faithful and he can guide us and he can protect us and he can help us to transform us from that kind of behavior that has become lampant in our lives and so that he can make us new creation, people believing him, people that fears him and respect him. The love of God is sufficient. His mercy is always new. And his love is unconditional. He speaks about that. His grace and mercy endures forever. He talks about that in Psalms. David was a, the love of God endures forever. The grace of God endures forever. The power of God endures forever. In other words, if we put our trust in Christ, everything will be fine. We shall no longer lack. We shall no longer cry. Even when we cry, he'll be there to comfort us. No one can comfort us in all those situations. We don't mistake on behaviors because we have what to call the inner man. He's always crying, want to do the right thing. 
but only that there is what you call external influence that the devil uses and we end up fulfilling the fleshly desires. What can we do indeed to change? What can we do to be transformed? Our focus is supposed to be on Christ. He died for us. He nailed all the sins at the cross. He went to the grave and overcame the death. And he came up with the keys and he gave it to us. He says that I'm going to heaven. I'm leaving you with keys. And these words were already spoken. And he was like, I'm giving you authority on earth and in heaven. Whatever you shall bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven. Whatever you shall lose on earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. Authority given unto Christ on earth and in heaven. If our master is given the authority, what about the sons? Whatever we pray in his name, it shall come to pass. That's what he says. Whoever shall call upon my name, shall be saved. Even in those days, whoever shall call upon the name of Christ shall be saved. Whoever shall call upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. Whatever that you pray, you pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whatever you baptize in people, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is Matthew 28 and verse 19 up to 20. It's a great commission given to us as we are preaching the gospel that the new converts, the people that have come to Christ, we pray for them, we baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was being taken, when we read the book of Acts in the first chapters, before we go to chapter 2, but the first, in the first chapter he says that all authority is given unto him. And he says that, Go and preach the gospel. In that is Matthew. When you go to the book of John, at its ending, it is giving the same allocations. It is giving the same uh, guidelines, giving the same um, uh, uh, regulations to follow as the as the Christians as was living. The apostles have been given have been given them the responsibilities to do, and all that engulfed every Christian that whoever new convert that gets to Christ Jesus. May you advise them. Let them be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Let them be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and so on. And it always emphasizes that let your focus be whatever you shall pray in my name, I shall go. Praying all kinds of prayers and supplications, and I will be answered. God is faithful, is ready to do, and no one man can do. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this evening. We thank you for your graces and mercy. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for the gift of life that you grant us every day and every time. We thank you for the love that you exhibit among us, your people. We thank you for the deliverance. We thank you for the transformation that always you make in our, amongst us. We thank you for the gift of life that you provide every day to us. We thank you for the protection, for the kindness and love that you show.
still struggling with some weaknesses. We are still struggling with some behaviors and characters. We pray that King of Holy Father, may you deliver us from the devil's traps. May you deliver us from the devil's external influence. Father, today I beseech you. May you help and transform our hearts. May you help and transform our minds. May you help and protect us from external influence of the devil. May you help us and protect us in the glory from the plans, from the traps of the devil that always leads us into sin, and yet you died for us, and yet you pour out the blood for our sake. We pray for deliverance. We pray for transformation. We pray for guidance. King of glory, Father, be a Lord that the devil puts so that they can divert us that they can divert us from the word of God, from the word of the truth. We pray that you keep us in the circles of your true word. You keep us in the circles of your true doctrine. You keep us in the circles of your true community that believes in you. The people that believe in you, that loves you. That King of God, Father, recognize you as a son of God. And even as today, we confession, we pray that Father, you are a son of God. You are the living Father. I want to put my faith in you. I want to put my faith in you. I believe in you. King of glory, help me to follow what you want. May you change and transform my life. May you change and transform someone's destiny. May you change and transform someone's behavior. The river that has been overcome by any weakness, in terms of adultery, in terms of fornication, masturbation, lies, sickness, covertness, hatred, and so on, unfaithfulness, unrighteousness, all kinds. Father, King of glory, for you forgive. May you forgive us. May you forgive us. Give us grace to stand and to repent. May you strengthen our hearts. May you strengthen our spirits to walk according to your commandments, according to your statutes. According to your guidelines, according to your allocations, according to your commands, in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray for transformation. We pray for breakthrough of do, by doing right. We pray for breakthrough for, for 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 blessings. We pray for breakthrough for your grace and your glory. We need you every day. We need you every time. We believe that you are in us. We believe that you are there for us always fight for us, to lead us, to show us a way, to transform us, to help us to overcome in all situations. King of glory, Father, our private parts have led us to sin. Our hands have led us to sin. The eyes have led us to sin due to whatever we see, due to whatever we welcome in our hearts, due to whatever that we let in. King of glory, May you help us, whichever garbage of the devil that entered in our lives, to be brought out in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us, Father. May you make us new. May you open up, King of God, Father, our eyes to see your glory, than to see fornication, than to see pornography, than to see nudes, than to see things which are not proper than to see things which are not godly. Let our bodies not be attracted with this King of God, Father, the things of the world, but let our bodies be attracted to the desires of the Spirit of God 
and that is the Holy Spirit. May He not glorify our bodies be dead to the sinful nature, but be alive to this new life of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Son of the living God, we believe that you can help us, that you can do that for us. King of glory, on our own we cannot, but with your grace and power, we can make it. We can be that. We can be your children. We can be your children. You are the one that makes us upright. You are the one that makes us righteous. You are the one that makes us holy. But for our own, we cannot. We pray for your strength. We pray for your grace. We pray for your power. We pray for your glory. May you help us, Father. Lead us in our ways, in our businesses, in our lives, in our trust, in our, in our journeys of life. The missionaries, those who are in prisons, those who are in hospitals, those who are suffering in one way or the other, those who are suffering in one way or the other, those who are handling things which are not easy. Think of glory, Father, may you help, may you transform, may you help, may you transform in the name of Jesus, Son of the living God, we believe in you. We believe in your grace. We believe in your power. We believe in your grace. We believe in your power. In the name of Jesus, Son of the living God, we believe that you can change us. Father, our lives are dedicated in you. And our hope is in you. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, our hope is in you. Our hope is in you, Father. Our hope is in you, King of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray for transformation. We pray for transformation. We pray for healing. Help us, Father, for whichever problem, for whichever circumstance, for whichever weakness. But you're faithful to help us. You are faithful to help. We believe that you can do that. Father, during the night, as your angels are watching over us, may you help us and fight against whichever plans of the devil that he sets against us. All kinds of Lord devil's plans. We pray that you help us, Lord. We pray that you help us, King of Glory. We pray that you help us to overcome. We pray that you help us to win. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we believe in you. Father, we believe in you. You are worthy to do this. You are worthy to change. You are worthy to transform. You are worthy, King of Glory, to help us in all kinds of weaknesses, in whichever weakness that people might be experiencing, in whichever problem people might be fighting through. We believe that you can help. We believe that you can transform and change. We believe that, King of Glory, Father, you can save that lady. You can save that man. That you can save that gentleman in the name of Jesus. In kind of weaknesses, in all kind of situations and circumstances, hard times, those who are in hospitals, 
those who are in hospitals, those who are suffering from prisons. King of glory, Father, you are able and capable to change. You are able and capable to transform those people. You are capable to have mercy on them. Father, may you help them and comfort those who have faced the misfortune, those who have lost their beloved ones, those who have lost their beloved ones, Father. May you help them and comfort them. May you encourage them, King of glory. They are suffering and they are feeling pain. Those who are hurt, those who are discouraged, those who are disappointed. Father, King of glory, have mercy for those that have committed abortion. Have mercy for those who have committed adultery. Have mercy for those who have committed fornication. Have mercy for those who have committed lies. Father, have mercy for those who have committed murder in our hearts, in our minds, in our thoughts. For whatever that we have thought of evil, may you forgive us, King of glory. For whatever that we've said, which is against your law. For whatever that we have said, which is against your law, which is against your locations, which is against your will, may you forgive us. May you forgive us, King of God. Establish us in that love that is everlasting. Establish us in that life that is in time. May you never let our spirits to, to be destroyed. May you never leave our spirits to be, King of God, Father, destroyed forever and ever. But we are requesting for the eternal life. We are requesting for the eternal life, the life in heaven, the life that you promised, the life that you promised, even from our grandfather, even from our grandfather Abraham, that you promised that even his offsprings, they shall be blessed, that they shall see the grace of God, that they shall see the masses of God. This is our generation, Christ. This is our generation, Father. May you help us. A lot of things are diverting us. A lot of things are letting us down. A lot of things are disappointing us and discouraging us. And we end up doing which is not right. And we end up, Father, following the desires of the flesh. We're being overcome by the devil's traps. We've been overcome by the lies. We've been overcome by fornication. Fornication has become fornication. The spirit of Jezebel is always taking over the young people. The young youth are always being taken over because of the social media and the internet. Things that are caused by internet. The evils that are happening on the internet. They are taking us over and over and over. Say, so, oh, that is, for example, the pornography. For example, the nudity. For example, the people that are posting things which are naked on the internet. Father, King of glory, we are so interested in the wrong doctrine. We are so interested in the wrong perspectives. We are so interested in the lies of the devil. Because he's always telling people that it's okay to do that. But the word of God is contradictory to it. Father, we pray that may you open up our hearts. May you open up our eyes to see the glory and the true doctrine that you are getting us to follow. May you help us in the world. Cleanse us and make us right. Father, may you take away for whichever weakness, take away whichever sin, whichever problem and circumstance. We pray not by force, but we beseech you, Father. We implore you, King of glory, that by your grace we can make it, that by your power we can make it, but by your grace we can come out 
appropriate in the name of Jesus. Our portion is not hell. Our portion is eternal life in the name of Jesus. Because we are your children. We speak in John chapter 1 and verse 12 that those who believed in you, they were given the authority to become your children. We are your children, those who believe. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 3, from verse 22, that we are no longer under the tutor of the law. That now, since the tutor of the law has pointed us to this grace of God, and now that we stand in the grace to walk according to the sight of God, not by the sight of man, we are no longer walking by our sight. We are not living by our sight. We are not walking by our sight. We are not living by our sight. But we are walking according to the grace. By faith, King of glory, we are your children. By the grace of God, we are born by your spirit. Through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, through the symbolic baptism of water, we are having the opportunity to be your children and being accounted be part of the family of Christ Jesus. Father, we pray under your grace and mercy. We humble our souls with all respect, with all honor, that may you guide us and lead us in the right path, in the right way. Help us to follow the right thing. Help us to follow the right doctrine. Help us to follow the right ways, to follow your statutes. May you cleanse us, Father. Never let our private parts to lead us in the wrong way. Never let our hands to lead us in the wrong way. Never let our feet to move us to the wrong way. Never let our eyes to cause the whole entire body to sin. Father, my King of glory, may you guide us and give us strength to stay believing in you. Father, King of glory, pity to those who mock you. Pity to those who do mockery against God. Woe to those who speak against God. Woe to those who fight against God. Woe to those who fight against God's word. Father, woe to me if I don't follow your statutes. Woe to me if I don't follow your commandments. Woe to me if I don't follow what you love. May you lead me to the right way. Teach me your ways and help me to walk in those ways. So that I may not get lost. So that I may stay on track and focused on Christ Jesus, the Son of the living God, who died and rose again for my sake, for my sins. I'm now made different and righteous because of Christ. I pray that you know, God, Father, you continue to establish and lead. You continue to guide. There are people who are in hospitals, their legs are lifted high. They are suffering from pain. They are suffering from pain. They are crying because of too much pain. Those that have suffered the accidents. Father, we pray that you can fight them. May you stretch your hand and heal them by your grace and power. We pray for those that in, in, in hospitals. We pray for those that in prisons. We pray for those that are in hostages. We pray for those that are in different places of the country. Those who are coming from America, those who are in American continents, North and South, those who are in Australia, those who are in Austria, those who are in Africa, those who are in Europe, we pray that King of God, may you continue to comfort whoever person, whichever situation or circumstances is facing, may you guide and lead, 
we believe in you, Father, the miracle worker, the glorious God, the transformer and the changer of everything. There are those who are faced in misfortunes. They have lost their beloved ones. They have lost their relatives. They have lost the best, the good ideas. They have lost the best opportunities in life in terms of work, in terms of contracts, in terms of business, in terms of, of, of opportunities, traveling, and also on or anything. We pray that King of Glory, you have a better plan for every person. The Bible speaks and says that you are the God who has good plans for us, not plans of evil, but plans of prosperity, plan of victory, plans of blessing. We pray that King of Glory, may you establish us in that blessing that you prepared for everyone on this planet earth. The devil is always lowering, looking for someone to eat, looking for someone to destroy. Because he has the agenda of three activities on his program. He has another first activity which is to steal. And the second activity is to destroy. And even the last, the, the second activity is to kill. And the last activity is to destroy. But King of God, what the good thing is, in the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10, that you are the good shepherd. That who comes and give life, and that they sheep may have the life in balance, in balance or in fully. Father, we pray our sheep that may you protect us King of glory from all the snares of the devil, from all the plans and the tactics of the devil and the traps of the devil. In the name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Father, that under your grace, we can make it and walk according to your will. May your will prevail in our lives. May your will prevail in our destinies. May your will prevail in our future. May your will prevail in our families, amongst our children, amongst our parents, amongst our relatives, in our ministries, in our homes, in our houses, in everything that we are doing. We have friends. We've lost friends, but we know that King of Glory, you are the comforter, you are the encourager. Holy Spirit, may you help us, may you work in us. Most of the times we do things that are separating us from you, but we believe by your grace and mercy we can make it and win this life in the name of Jesus. We pray for your guidance, we pray for your protection, we pray for your lineage. You may you guide may you line, may, may you guide us, may you upline us in the name of Jesus. Make us upright and continue to convict sin in our lives that we can do something right before the living God. Father, let your will prevail in our lives, in our destiny, in our future, and everything that we are doing. Because everything is a is can be possible in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I put your child, I put a child, King of God, Father, a daughter is sick. I pray for her in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing, for whatever problem she's facing, for whatever sickness that has come against her. God is a healing God. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the daughter of Nawera Agnes, wherever the daughter is, in the name of Jesus. I declare the grace of God. I declare the mighty hand of God to encounter her life in the name of Jesus. God is powerful. 
God is glorious. God is gracious. He's healing her in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the man told Jesus that my daughter has died. Then they told the man that do not even bother the master because the daughter is already dead. But Christ said, no, the daughter is not dead. She is just asleep. And he went and touched her and he told her, may you wake up, young daughter. I pray in the name of Jesus. God is still having power to resurrect people. God is still having power to heal people. God is still having power to transform people, to transform and heal the sick people. Now I declare healing in the name of Jesus. Son of the living God, the power of God is meeting her life. And she's getting fine in few time, in very few time, right now, by the power of the hand of God. In the name of Jesus, she's receiving healing, or whether cough, whether malaria, whatever kind of sickness, God is healing her. In the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone's daughter, I pray for everyone's son, for whichever kind of a child, whatever kind of a problem that they are receiving. In the name of Jesus, I pray for healing, I pray for transformation, I pray for the power of God. I pray for the healing of God in the name of Jesus. Those who are suffering from miscarriages, those who are suffering from shortcomings, those who are suffering from different problems, I pray for healing in the name of Jesus. Son of the living God, God is healing them. God is healing them. The power of God is approaching every sick person. The power of God is approaching each and every sick person in the name of Jesus. Those who are in hospitals, those who are in intensive care units, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing. We declare healing of God. We declare the healing of God in the name of Jesus. Jesus is able to heal. Jesus is able to heal in the name of Jesus for whichever complication, for whichever complication, we declare healing in the name of Jesus, Son of the living God. Every kind of problem, every kind of sickness, every kind of mis- misfortune, every kind of sh- God is healing in the name of Jesus, Son of the living God, Son of the living Father. In the name of Jesus, she's receiving healing. She's receiving healing. I send away that cough. I send away that malaria. I send away that fever. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the sun that is suffering from the ice. In the name of Jesus, I pray that Jesus Christ is a provider of sight. Whichever kind of problems of ice, I pray for healing. Jesus is healing him. In the name of Jesus, his sight is getting corrected by the power of the Holy Spirit. His sight is getting corrected by the power of the Holy Spirit. The hand of God is touching him. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Holy Spirit, we pray for breakthrough. We pray for breakthrough. We pray for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. People who are suffering, from the mining areas, people who are suffering, and those that are facing problems in ministry, may 
the living God have mercy upon you. May the living God heal in the name of Jesus, Son of the living God. Jesus is faithful. Jesus is faithful. He's healing, moving, healing every sick person, moving, helping every person that is challenged. He's your judge. Jesus Christ is our judge. Jesus Christ is our lawyer. Even the minister of problems, even the minister of trials, even the minister of trials before the courts, the courts. I pray for each and every person that is suffering, every kind of a person doesn't have money to pay for the lawyer in the court, and yet that person, they want to take his property for nothing. King of God, Father, whichever kind of injustices, the Holy Spirit is intervening and is becoming the great judge and is becoming the lawyer for that person who is innocent. The person who is innocent about any case. Those that were taken to prison for nothing. King of Holy Father, Jesus is the, their lawyer. Christ is their lawyer. Father is their lawyer. In the name of Jesus, those who are suffering from addiction, those who are suffering from addiction, Christ Jesus is the transformer. He can transform you from that addiction. He can heal you from that addiction. He can heal you from that drug addiction. Whether alcohol, whether fornication, whether adultery, whether lust, whether alcohol, whether drugs, God is helping you and He's healing you from there, giving you grace and power and might power to come out of that kind of habit to come out of that behavior, to come out of that addiction. You cannot do it at your own. Let your heart be focused on God. He's faithful to heal you from there. He's faithful to deliver you from that addiction. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Those who are suffering from bad dreams, those who are suffering from wrong perspectives, may the living God redirect you to the right thing the right word, the right love. His love endures forever. His mercy endures forever. His grace endures forever. He's faithful to do abundantly and exceedingly more than what you may think. Whichever kind of addiction that you're passing through, Christ is able and marvelous and is capable to heal you from there. He's able to, to drive you from there. Our trust is supposed to be put in Him. Our trust is to put to be put in Him. He's faithful to help. At your workplace, whatever that you're passing through, you're working tirelessly, you're passing through all kinds of amusements, all kinds of accusations, all kinds of uh, disappointments and abuses. But God is faithful to give you favor and don't think they can stop and never to happen anymore in the name of Jesus. Whatever that you're passing through, Jesus is faithful and able to do in the name of Jesus. That's my prayer tonight. That's my prayer tonight. That's my prayer tonight. People who are working from Middle East, I pray for in the name of Jesus. May the living God pour out his favor ever, ever, and ever. That favor to follow you. That favor to follow you. His love and use forever. His love to be filled in you. His favor to be filled upon you. And even your bosses, the way how they have been 
are treating you. God is changing their hearts. He's softening their hearts. If you have not been coordinating with the, with the bosses, if you have not been uh, in good terms with your bosses, God is giving you courage. He's giving you a heart. And He's changing their hearts, softening their hearts, though they have been hardened. And He's softening them to begin coordinating with your bosses from today and forever. And until your contract is done, God is making more ways for you. He's paving more way for you. He's changing your life for you. He's changing your destiny for you. He's changing everything for you. In the name of Jesus, he said that he has good plans for you. Not plans of evil, but plans of blessing, prosperity, grace, and overcoming, and victory. Be yourself in Christ Jesus. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly whatever accusation you've been facing, whatever humiliation you've been facing, Christ is faithful and able to do and change. Never be discouraged. Those who have been discouraged, those who have been disappointed, others have been already down. Others, they have been hopeless. They have really lost heart. They feel like they cannot do it anymore. But you pray in the name of Jesus. May the living God meet you and comfort you, encourage you, and give you grace and power to stand again. And you say, yeah, I can make it. I can win. I can finish this contract. I can finish this business. I can finish this business deal. I can finish this plan. I can do this. I can do the other. I can build. I can start up this. I can be someone in life. God is faithful and is able to do. And those that have lost it all, don't lose hope. God is the source of hope. He says he's ready to give you everything that even you lost in advance and in which is multiplied and which is more and more. God is faithful. He can do everything. He can do everything. He can do everything. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is too hard for Jesus. Nothing is too hard for Jesus Christ. He's faithful. What challenge are you facing? What problem do you have? God is faithful to do for you. He's faithful to change your life. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for following Heart of Washington's ministry Africa. We always see a praying unto God and believing the Almighty God that He is almighty and faithful to do. Even tomorrow we are going to pray. Even tomorrow we are going to pray. This week we are praying. We are praying every day this week. Beseeching the Almighty God to help us to change and heal us. Invite your neighbor, invite someone. May you forward this show to anyone, your friend, your neighbor. Show them how they can join and we pray together. Encourage them to post their prayer requests here and we pray together. We dedicate those prayer requests before God and we pray together. It's a week of prayer as we continue to understand. Be our souls.
thank you so much for listening everyone may god bless you so much let's meet tomorrow the same time from 9 p.m up to 10 p.m by the grace of god as we are believing god for his mercy in the name of jesus and i'm reminding you we shall be having different men of god as we are talking about sharing the word of god and then afterwards we enter into prayer let's pray unceasingly and god is faithful to do exceedingly and abundantly according to the riches that he gives and according to his will let's believe in him may god bless you so much ladies and gentlemen have a good night in jesus name